it's an adventure uh, that, that has subtitled The Adventure You've Been Waiting For, uh, that uh, uh, maybe your listeners have been waiting for, and people, they, more important, people they know have been waiting to take this adventure. This is Charisma Connection. I'm Chris Johnson. Today I have as my guest the very personable Jay Payleitner. He's a best-selling author. I think he's sold about a half million books or so. And he's a top radio producer for Christian Radio. And I'm sure he's going to tell us some more about that. I think he also has a touch of marketer in him as well. So welcome, Jay. Would you say that's true? Uh, uh, Chris, yeah. Uh, over the years, I've done a little bit of, bit of stuff. I did some advertising, did some radio production for Josh McDowell and Chuck Colson in the Bible League and, and good folks. And then I've written some books. Uh, God uh, opened that door for me, and what a privilege that is. Uh, gr- Chris, uh, great to be with you today. Yes, indeed. Well, uh, one of the books that you just wrote is a book with your life message in it, really, and it's called The Jesus Dare. Uh, where did that title come from? Well, um, yeah, it's a pretty good title, The Jesus Dare, because it's something, uh, it's a question we all have to take. We're going we're gonna to need to take that dare. But uh, uh, about 10 years ago, I, I, I scratched out a, uh, an idea for a book called What If He Is Who He Says He Is? Think about that for a second. What if Jesus is who he says he is? What if he is? And there's such a great, a bunch of great little short little words. What if he is who he says he is? And I thought that would, I thought I could get a, the attention of a, a publisher on that, and they just didn't get it. No publisher got it. My agent said, I'm not sure we could sell that. So I set it aside, and I've written uh, more than 25 other books. But I kept coming back to that because that is a question that, I mean, you think about it for just one second. That's what the Bible is. The Bible is living and active, and it delivers that ultimatum. You know, uh, <laughs> and again, I'll say it again. What if, it, what if Jesus is who he says he is? And uh, uh, when I put the title aside and let go of the title, all of a sudden the, the, the idea of the Jesus dare just came up, uh, bubbled to the surface, and uh, I wrote the book. And uh, Dayspring, uh, my, my my agent sold it to Dayspring, and Dayspring said, "This is great, and we've done a, a podcast and a and a, uh, a website and a in a in a song and a music video, and um, it's taken off from there." So um, uh, the title, "The Jesus Dare," and I'm going too long on your question on your question here, but but the first chapter of the book, it's a short little book. The first chapter is, "Hey, we're all in this together." Um, and just so you know, you warned, uh, this is going to be 25 short chapters, but the last chapters, we're going to make you take, we're going to uh, challenge you to take the Jesus dare, which of course is, um, uh, other words for that would be uh, uh, inviting Christ into your life, or an altar call kind of thing, and we come out, and, but the point is, the first 25 short chapters earn the right to say, okay, now, uh, it's up to you. Answer the question, what if Jesus is who he says he is? Mm-hmm. There you go. And I love yeah. the subtitle, The Adventure You've Been Waiting For. Well, th- we went through a few different subtitles. Uh, the, uh-huh. It is an adventure, this, this, this life with Christ. Um, one, of the, one of the subtitles was Come As You Are. Um, 
which ended up to be a uh, a chapter title. But but uh, uh, the Jesus there, come as you are. You don't have to wait. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have your act cleaned up. As a matter of fact, none of us have our have our act together. So uh, come as you are. But really, I, I, I do love the the uh, subtitle, the uh, the adventure, uh, the adventure you've been waiting for. I mean, people don't think of the Christian life necessarily as an adventure, or at least those who are not Christians look at Christians and think, oh, I don't know, that doesn't look like much of an adventure. <laughs> well, um, well, you are exactly, uh, man, Chris, you are right in the head of, of our target audience, and, and now that's, my, that's my, my old advertising background coming out. Our target audience for this book is folks, not who are antagonistic about about Christianity, because, uh, you know what, there are other ways to get to them, and, and I, I'm not here to start an argument. I'm here to say, if you're kicking the tires, or, or if you've got a little bit of the prodigal son in you kind of thing, or, or if you're a free thinker, but you're willing to kick around this idea, that ah, there's a God, and, and how did this whole thing work? Uh, I'm going to say, listen, come alongside, and uh, we're going to make this personal. We're going we're gonna to define some things. We're going to let, let you know what, what sin is. Uh, oh, by the way, you know what? Um, we're not going to beat you up. Every, everybody's a sinner. Uh, so I'm, we're not going to lay guilt on you because we all have this need. And, and oh, by the way, there's some good things. You know, you, you, you invite Christ into your life. Um, and uh, it's, it, the good things happen. And challenging things happen. And exciting things happen. So, uh, uh, yeah, it's not a burden. Uh, life with Jesus it, is better than life without Jesus. Oh, well, um, exactly right. And there's uh, we, we kind of cover that. Um, uh, uh, and uh, if you look in the mirror and you see, oh, if, you, if you're not feeling lovable today, boy, you come to Jesus, you're going to find love. Mm-hmm. If you're feeling a little bit ugly today, you're not beautiful, you look in the mirror and God's going to say, you are beautiful. Uh, I've made you. You are made in my image. You are my child. Um, and then uh, you know we I'm not afraid to talk about sin and talk about heaven and hell and uh uh one of the early chapters uh, defines uh um defines uh <laughs> even uh, 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 uh justification sanctification and glorification uh mm. and then I, I i go through those words in one short chapter uh, what they are justification uh, uh sanctification glorification and then i set them aside i say that's the last well, no more five no more five syllable words but mm-hmm. you needed to know what those things are um and it was a fun book to write uh, and it's already had some impact, uh, Chris, and I'm just delighted to, to, to tell you about it and share it with your, your fans and friends. Well, the idea of a Jesus dare um, kind of puts me in mind of that whole saying about Jesus being Lord, liar, or lunatic. Well, that um, uh, I don't do that in this book, but I do have... Um, I, Oh, I, I, I touch on that. I don't use that exact argument. And that mm-hmm. was one of uh, Josh McDowell's arguments in his book, More Than a Carpenter. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, well, I produced Josh McDowell Radio for, for 14 years. Yes. And, that, and I can trace the roots of this book back to that. I went to uh, Russia with him three times, uh, and I passed out copies of More Than a Carpenter mm-hmm. on the streets of Moscow and St. Petersburg, and I will never forget, um, uh, uh, they were eager. Uh, this is back when the, uh, when the, uh, the, wall, uh, the wall fell and Glasnost and all that back in the day um, when it was just first open. And 
the Russian people on the street were eager for this book, and I, I remember passing it out, and I looked up, and there was a, a, a bus going down uh, one of the main streets in Moscow, and there were in two windows in a row where people were where people reading this book that we had just handed to them. And it's like, they are just hungry for this. Hmm. Um, and, of course, Josh's book, uh, More Than a Carpenter, sold uh, uh, 30 million copies, and I don't even can't even imagine... <laughs> yes, that's quite some success. <laughs> Selling 30 million copies of The Jesus Dare. But it's the same kind of thing, and maybe it is... Uh, um, Kind of a, a more than a carpenter for uh, for this for the millennial generation for the for the mindset we have in America today. Um, uh, and then the worst Josh thing that wrote could happen, the books forward too, right? Uh, right. Uh, Josh uh, was kind enough to write the the, the forward for me and uh, tipped his hat to my time with him. That's um, excellent. Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, the, the worst thing that could happen would be to someone you know go through life and not be asked. Not get not given the opportunity to make this decision, or or let let somebody else make the decision for them. Uh, what to do with Jesus? Mm-hmm. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Well, uh, Josh, being the evangelist, points us back to Jesus. In your book, you make Jesus very relatable. But what what kind of barriers do people put up to Jesus and the gospel message? Um, well, uh, exactly that. Um, and that's the whole purpose of this book is kind of to get rid of some of the barriers and to highlight some of the benefits. Um, but uh, oh well, certainly there's the whole idea that um, religion. I don't want to be part of any religion, and uh, you know what? I kind of get that. Uh, sometimes, I, <laughs> sometimes I, I don't, and sometimes you don't, Chris. I want to be a part of any religion. My golly, because religion comes with with baggage sometimes. But that was a really fun chapter to write, also. Um, uh, the chapter is the, the the problem with religion, and I I come right out and flat out and say I agreed. You know what? Uh, you can kind of trace uh, some nasty stuff in history. The history books are full of of uh, uh, bad stuff that happened because of religion. And, and briefly, uh, in the Crusades, uh, uh, five hundred years of um, of uh, brutality, uh, slavery in America. Um, uh, and uh, even even the Salem witch trials on a, on a smaller level were, were were all done in the name of religion, and even folks who claimed to know Christ. But I love pointing out in the book, I, I, briefly, just the briefest of history of those three events, that it was also it was authentic Christians, authentic followers of Christ, that ended uh, the Crusades mm-hmm. when they. Uh, 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 you know the uh, the uh, uh, Reformation and the printing press uh, uh, brought uh, the Christian truth uh, to the surface. Then the, suddenly the Crusades ended. Um, there were great abolitionists in the name of Christ that ended slavery, and I named them in the book. We know the names. Uh, the Salem the Salem witch trials. Um, it was folks uh, who who claimed to be Christ. Uh, Samuel Paris was one of the. Uh, was one of the uh, pastors there. He wasn't a, an authentic Christian, but he he quoted the Bible and 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 uh, killed these uh, girls who uh, she, he, they said were witches. But uh, it was uh, authentic uh, Christ followers in that community that ended. And then I li- I end that chapter with a list of um, uh, dozens of 
wonderful events that happen because of religion, and those are our uh, great artists and great schools and great movements and great uh, great things. So, you know, well, let's not throw out religion. Uh, the idea of people getting together to 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 worship together and to do things together. Um, uh, religion is not a bad thing if it's done, uh, and uh, but we do need checks and balances, checks and balances, and realizations that uh, we're human and sinners will sin. And uh, I live here in Chicago area, and we've had a few big pastors who have fallen, fallen aside. I'm not going to name them, but uh, but my golly, uh, sinners, sin, men, we're going to sin. That's what we're going to do until we uh, get out of this this world together. Which is why we need the gospel and the Jesus there. <laughs> Well, thank you. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes, exactly right. Thank you. So oh, golly. What, what are some of the other key points and themes of this book? I think maybe you touched on apologetics a little bit. Um, well, exactly right. Uh, there are so many great books out there uh, of, of apologetics, and I list them. And, and, and in that chapter, um, uh, uh, I, I do the... Uh, uh, intellectual arguments, uh, and uh, I'm, I'm quick to say uh, that go ahead and, and see, uh, read, read the case for Christ, and read evidence that demands a verdict, and read unshakable foundations, and, 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 and you know, Oswald Sanders and the Incomparable Christ. Read those books if you need to, but um, uh, then I take a moment uh, to say, uh, to tell my, there was Four intellectual arguments that I kind of had to that that I worked through and figured out and kind of uh, came to understanding about that helped me go from kind of uh, not cynic or skeptical, but just you know I need to need a little more. I need I need to really really believe this before I can take that my own step of faith, my own uh, uh, accepting Christ, my own Jesus there. Um, and uh, ever so briefly. Uh, and your your audience has heard these, but the idea that of the messianic prophecies from mm-hmm. the Old Testament, how hun- there are hundreds of of time, times that in the Old Testament, way before Jesus was born, that predicted and pointed towards that birth in Bethlehem and Jesus' life. Then uh, the other argument was uh, recent archaeological discoveries. It seems like every few years that. Um, uh, that you know, secular general market uh, scientists are 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 stunned to discover something that's in the Bible, and Christians are going, yeah, I I knew I knew that all along. If you would have just uh, if you would have just paid attention, uh, and then uh, one of uh, one of my realizations was, um, boy, you know what? Uh, we uh, we New Testament Christians we kind of we ignore the uh, the old, the uh, the Ten Commandments. It's it's not it's not, we don't meditate on it we don't dwell on it we don't think about it we kind of say ah it's old news, but boy if you go through those Ten Commandments, and really live by them, uh, Old Testament New Testament uh, they uh, they uh, they resonate they they're pretty good that's a pretty good plan for life if you if you check those lists off and think about them and meditate on them on a regular basis, and then uh, also uh, one of the um, one of the intellectual arguments you've heard before is the martyrdom of the apostles, of the twelve apostles. Eleven of them died as martyrs, and you know what? Uh, it, they would have seen, uh, they would have seen Jesus after he rose from the dead, mm-hmm. and uh, they wouldn't be making that up. Why would they die 
why would they? Why would they keep believing or keep the lie going if um, if they were making that up? If they hadn't seen Jesus after he was crucified, so uh, I do it much more eloquently in the book. But actually, uh, again, even you can hear me, Chris, as I'm speaking here. I I'm just a I'm just a regular guy. I'm not a pastor or a theologian. I just I'm a beggar. I'm a beggar who found bread. Uh, and telling other beggars where to find bread. I, I found some truths that work, uh, and I'm just trying to help uh, you and all your friends and my friends and um, uh, know that uh, this, this Jesus thing works. This, uh, yes. this, this it, it, it really does. And, well, well, the great thing about this book is you call yourself an everyday person, but you are a motivational speaker. So, um, I mean, I think you've made it the gospel accessible, understandable here uh, for any anyone even who's never darkened the door of a church. Um, and the, and um, uh, this sounds like a sales pitch here, but the book is just uh, eight bucks. It's less than eight bucks. It's mm-hmm. a giveaway book. It's a book that you can read. Um, um, uh, that you can read yourself and kind of go, oh yeah, I knew that. Oh, I never thought about it that way. But then, and then you go, oh, I. When you read this book, you will go, oh, I need to give this to my friend over here who we've had we've had uh, conversations with, or I we, we've joked about the fact that you know, oh, I'm going to hell. Oh, you're a better person than me. No, man, uh, you have this opportunity to give him this book and say, hey, I, I saw this book, I picked it up, and I thought of you, and suddenly. Uh, you're kind of off the hook. You've done your job. Then the gospel is in here in a way that, um, in a way that's very palatable and makes sense. And and uh, so you've got. Well, the publisher is actually selling it in packs of ten, um, and okay. uh, and they, they've they've sold. It's only they've sold a few already. People have bought this book in packs of ten. Like <laughs> yeah, blows blows me away to think about that. It blows me away. It's a paperback book. Yeah. Oh, little paperback. Um, and about, and it's about the size of uh, more than a carpenter. And again, uh, uh, designed to, to designed to give away. Yes, excellent. So you are actually, you mentioned it earlier, launching a movement with this book. Um, in what ways? Well, um, uh, okay. The uh, my name is impossible to spell. J. Payleitner. It's no okay. German name. It's got an E. I. in it. It's impossible to spell. But uh, we put up a website together with Dayspring Publishers. Um, uh, uh, and people Day, may Dayspring know is, Dayspring from uh, walking into a greeting card shop or a Christian retail store and picking up a card. They they're they're the card people. Well, exactly right, and they are um, kind of starting launching a, a, a kind of a book division mm-hmm. with the same kind of. Uh, design and friendliness that uh, that uh, a, a greeting card has. They're actually a division of Hallmark now, mm-hmm. and so um, not all the Hallmark stores, but many of them will be carrying the Jesus there, oh, which also cool. kind of blows me away, because the bookstores are closing left and right, and I'm so delighted that... Um, uh, although I went to the, my Barnes and Noble, they had copies of the Jesus there on the shelf there. But uh, and you can get the book on Amazon. But the point is, we put together a website, thejesusdare.com, thejesusdare.com, and on it is a podcast where I essentially kind of go through the the whole book. Um, also uh, a, a music 
music, a lyric video that we did, uh, a song uh, called uh, The Jesus Dare, uh, Dare to Believe. Um, and there's some graphic memes that you can share with people, uh, some shareable uh, graphics, and um, uh, sermon notes and discussion questions. Uh, so, yeah, uh, the goal is um, to make this really easy and accessible uh, and easy you, to share. Did you write and sing the song, Jay? Uh, um, well, I had a friend of a friend who knew somebody in Nashville, who uh, who a production company and, and musicians in Nashville, and so I did a first draft of um, lyrics and sent it to them, and then we went back and forth several times, and they came up with some good angles, and the the. Uh, the uh, the line "What if he is who he says he is?" is part of the lyrics. Uh-huh. What if, and I'm not going to sing it here. What if he is who he says he is? Um, <laughs> oh, Chris, you got me to sing there a little bit. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's um, not the first but, time someone has sung on one of our podcasts. Well, so. okay, I, I'll stop then. I'll stop then. <laughs> I don't want to scare your your listeners away. But um, uh, yeah, you know, go to thejesusdare dot com and in in it's a little three and a half minute uh, song. And it was video graphics that turned out just very well. And it was one of those things that has just uh, grown beyond my expectations. Um, it, this, this is beyond me. This little project here, with its roots so many years ago, uh, moving forward is, is beyond me. And uh, I, uh, I couldn't be more blessed and more humbled by the entire experience. And just talking to you, Chris, is is a privilege to do that. To think think about your audience and how they could use this product or this book. Oh, my golly. Uh, You're right. It's an adventure. Sometimes the the adventure you've been waiting for uh, that uh, uh, maybe your listeners have been waiting for and people, more important, people they know have been waiting to take this adventure. Absolutely. And I know that God is going to use this book uh, to, to share the gospel very Easily, it's a very simple way, as you said, to approach a friend that you've had a conversation with or what have you. So the book, once again, is called The Jesus Dare, The Adventure You've Been Waiting For. It just came out, and the website is, is it thejesusdare.com or just jesusdare.com? The, three words, thejesusdare.com, the name of the book. Okay, and then you also have your personal website, jpayleitner.com, right? Uh, yep, but uh, go to thejesusdare.com and you can get you can get anywhere you need to get through from, from there to the, okay. from there. Okay, that's excellent. Jay, anything else you'd like to add about the book or the movement? Well, I do want to do this. Hey, um, I know your listeners are followers of Jesus, mm. but uh, if any of them are not right now, I need to let them know that you don't have to have all your questions answered to accept Christ into your life. You don't have to, uh, you can come as you are. Uh, it's a question that you have to deal with. And all you got to really understand is that um, that we're all sinners. And when you die, when I die, when we have to pay, someone's going to have to pay the price for that sin. And you, <laughs> if you don't, you don't, you, where you're spending eternity, it's been decided. And uh, God sent his son to pay that price for you and die on that cross and it cost him everything, but it's a free gift to you guys. And all you got to do is say, I, I, I understand that gift. I need that gift. And I trust you as Savior and Lord. Come into my life and guide me. And I'm going to give you the glory, Lord. Is that a good way to end there, Chris? 
Absolutely excellent. And we pray that each one of our listeners knows the truth of who Jesus is in their own lives. So thanks for sharing us, sharing with us the Jesus Dare, J.P. Leitner. Uh, thanks, Chris. God bless. Keep at it. Keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> Thank you so much. And you're doing some great work out there, too. We appreciate your being with us today on Charisma Connection. I'm Chris Johnson. Thanks for joining us for this chat with Jay Payleitner on the book, The Jesus Dare, here on Charisma Connection. If you'd like to learn more about our podcast network, please go to cpnshows.com and uh, learn about our other shows like Carol McLeod's Jolt of Joy. That's a fun one, Jolt of Joy. So that's on cpnshows.com. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.